Man, yeah, I guess this should get us on video a little because you're traveling. Uh, yeah. you're, you're so dedicated to this podcast that you make it happen even when you're on the road. Yep. Fucking right? And I make so it happen even when I'm on the couch. Yes. Uh, road couch. Yeah. It's like the sequel to Roadhouse. Road couch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How fucking crazy was that shit? Moon Knight was insane. I literally just finished it two minutes ago. Uh, as you messaged me, I was right towards the end. Uh, I hate doing reactions. One of the things I realized as I was watching it with the thought of us doing this was that I didn't want to make a reaction video because I hated watching the show and thinking about what I was going to say afterwards while I watched the show. I was like, oh, well, you know, it made me like, it took me out of the show a little. And, and so I, I, I stopped doing it like 10 minutes in. I was like, you know what? I was going to tell you, let's not even do this. I was going to be like, fuck it. Let's not even do a reaction video because I feel so inauthentic about it. Um, but then I got to the end of the episode and I was so hyped that I was like, well, I'm going to call him to talk about it anyway. So, <laughs> right. So I did not have that problem watching it. I just allowed myself to be immersed in it and I just watched it. And I like within like three minutes, I was so hooked into it that I stopped thinking about anything else anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I always hope that's going to happen. That's like your. My hope whenever I watch a show is that by the end of the first episode, I'm like, oh, shit, uh, it's already over. Fuck. I got so engulfed. I wasn't like I wasn't like, oh, where, when's it going to end? And that's exactly what happened here. Like, yeah, when it, for sure. And especially the way it ended. I was like, yeah. no, fuck. Come on. Yeah, I'm wait, literally... <laughs> what, no, now? <laughs> you can end it now? You son of a bitch. Yeah. And this is the first Disney plus Marvel show where they didn't release like two or three episodes in the first week like mm -hmm. hawkeye they released two i think wandavision and and falcon they they released like two to get you like really hooked in this mm -hmm. one they just did one and the end of that shit was such a hardcore mic drop that they just let it ride right they didn't need the second one no and it worked he, he works the actor isaac what is his name Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. We only got to meet Mark for like a brief moment there at the end, but he works as both of those characters so well, Steve and oh, Mark. He does yeah. the like, the like aloof, uh, um, innocent guy, as well as he does like the killer instinct guy. And that's, uh, yeah. that was an interesting dynamic. And it was interesting to watch, especially towards the end where he was, bouncing back and forth between the two of them. Like, and especially when the mirrors happened at the end and like, he's looking at himself and like his body posture is changing from one scene to the next. Like he really sold it. Mm -hmm. I was right. super hyped up. And like, I like that the whole episode, they didn't give you much, but they made you want all of it. They gave you quite a bit. I, I feel like I feel like they really opened up quite a bit. Like they didn't. Uh, they're already like giving you glimpses of all these gods, what they look like, all these like demonic characters and creatures yeah. that like you could have. And I mean, it's just glimpses, but you could have had them hold off whole episodes before they started revealing certain things. It could have been like yeah. a deep dive into his personal life for the whole first episode. Like, but no, they. Fair really, <laughs> 
they did. They showed. I think they showed more of the world around him than him, which was cool. But like, just the way that like he would, his eyes would roll back and he would lose time, and we didn't see any of the in between. That was. I liked it. Yeah, that first, that whole first. Well, every every action scene in that first half or more, you didn't get to see because he just blacked out for the whole action scene. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so you just wake up in the aftermath. Yeah, so that was sick. And then you're like, oh, fuck, like, how did he get there? And then, so that driving scene where he, that's one of the ones where he woke up, he was driving backwards, and then he spun, yeah, yeah. and the, the, the cupcake goes flying off the top of the truck. Uh, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, Deadpool, they're going to do Deadpool right. It's going to be a good PG-13 Deadpool. No, I think they said they're going to do R still when Marvel they're does gonna it. Do, they're doing R-rated. And, dude, this is going to yeah. be violent and bloody, like, I read yeah. an interview with Feige, and he's like, no, we're not shying away from anything with this. Mm -hmm. With Moon Knight, you're saying? Or with the yeah, one that you're dead for? Yeah. Well, that's uh, why when oh. I turned on Disney Plus before, it literally gave me a notification about how there's mature content now, and I had to agree and create a pin and stuff. There's like a yeah. whole new process just for Moon Knight. Well, no, it's also because they put Daredevil and Punisher and... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't opened it Punisher's, in a while. Punisher's graphic is... Yeah, I love The Punisher. Uh, I only watched the first season, but I liked it a lot. He's so good. He's been talking to him. Would you pick him up again? Would you be Frank Castle again? And he's been another one that's lately been like, well, you know, if they called me, but I haven't heard anything yet. Like, uh -huh. I feel like that should be a separate category in the awards now, too. And the best actor for pretending he's not in a Marvel project when he is goes to, like, you know, because they, yeah. they, it's fun now to just watch actors like just lie through their fucking teeth uh yeah they're, they're getting good at it no we haven't heard from them yet someone call me uh wink wink yeah. wink nudge nudge like right but, yeah i mean i dug it i dug it all i really like what they did with the costume yeah, which you don't get to see till the very end, but it looks sick. What do you think of the villain, which I don't remember like the villain's name or anything, but at one point in his blackout, he wakes up in the middle of this weird, what seems to be like otherworldly village. It doesn't literally seem like it's on our planet. It kind of seems yeah. like it's like, you know, like it's like fairy-ish or like it doesn't seem Egyptian. I don't know what Egyptian would even say. Like. No, I felt like they were somewhere in like northern Europe. You know, like yeah, I was it gave like you that like medieval feel, though. Yeah, yeah. But like up up north, like castles and like narrow villages, or maybe like Morocco or something, something. Which is Morocco's in Africa, and it's northern Africa, so it might be another city in Egypt. Yeah. You know, but I thought Ethan Hawke. Who is Ethan Hawke? Who does he play? Ethan Hawke's the villain. That is the I don't know actors' names, I, and I don't know their faces, yeah. and for the most part, and uh, and so um. He's the villain, and but the question is, is is he the villain? <laughs> because then when he starts telling him, he's like, you hear the voices, and they're overwhelming, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, is he there to help? What's going on? Who's the bad guy? He's just, and he's not even killing anyone. His little pendulum's just swinging, and then uh, the life got sucked out of that lady. Yeah. I like that he, when he finds him back at the museum, I like that he's like, you really were being honest about all this, huh? Yeah. I thought you were and then uh, me. he's like, he's like, and then, and then when he's running, 
they, they say like Steve from the gift shop at one point, like it's like a really dark twisted scene, but the way he calls it out yeah. as a joke, it breaks the tension a little, uh, but not too much. There's nothing that's corny about this at all. Like, no, no, it's but, a little but there's funny. a lot of funny things going on. I didn't laugh at all, but like, but there was like a lot of things that I was like, Oh shit, that was really good. Like, cause it, it was funny, but it wasn't the typical snarky Robert Downey Jr. Humor that everyone else since him seems to have been forced to conform to. It yeah. was like, it was like a darker humor. Like that, that announcement that he made, like Steven from the gift shop, we don't got to rip you apart. Just give me the thing. Yeah. As the demons chasing him. Yeah. Just give me the scarab. Uh, or, or, or yeah, we won't get ripped apart. Yeah, that was dark. It's, that was it's, twisted. It's, it's cool, bud. Like we're good here, man. Just give me the thing. And so since we're full of spoilers, we're not even trying. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, so that monster is chasing him. This like demon twisted creature, and he's fighting for his per alter personality to take over Mark. And they're fighting in the mirror in the bathroom. And this demon, when he breaks through the wall. Steve is still in control of the weaker one and the demon literally hits him. So the demon gets to his body and attacks him. And then you just get, you see from outside the bathroom as the demon's trying to run out and get away from him. And that's when they reveal the costume. You get to see fucking Moon Knight kicking and beating and destroying a real fucking monster. And like, I feel yeah. like that's the greatest introduction. Cause it's not like, you know, Daredevil's introduction was like a drunken boxing match going down a hallway, beating up 20 guys. And you're like, Daredevil's a badass. Or Batman, like, you know, Batman doing whatever the fuck Batman does. Moon Knight, like, just 10 times all of them. He's like, no, I literally will kill a demon. And it was fucking yeah. sick. <laughs> yeah. And he was brutal about it, too. He was just pummeling this thing while it was on the ground. Mm -hmm. And that you saw this thing bust open and crawling, trying to escape. And it was like, because, like, the end of that was, like, horror movie trope city. Yeah. Where, like, the long, dark hallway with the thing coming at him. And then usually it's the, the hero villain, the hero victim person is the one, like, that pops out and is on the ground crawling and then gets dragged back in. But this time it was the monster that was on the floor trying to escape and, like, holding on for dear life and then gets dragged off to its demise. I thought that whole reversal was sick. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he's like, the monster. Yeah, and there's just like <laughs> such a dramatic power shift from the the hunter to the hunted, and I I was like, holy shit! Like it was yep. awesome. It was uh, <laughs> when Ethan Hawke showed up at the museum and uh, first saw him, you know, to start talking and, and and telling the story of the Egyptian gods and. and uh, how the uh, sca scout scout scarab scarab right? How scarab yeah. belonged to one of them, uh, and then uh, it ends up the security guard was part of the cult, and just like random characters out and about uh, in the in the uh, museum, it it felt very schizophrenic. Like they did it in a way that like, and not in like a, a exploitative exploitive way that's like making the character seem schizophrenic. The character seemed totally within his head and totally correct, but the world seemed schizophrenic. And, like, yeah. uh, it, it was done so well. Um, and, but, like, in a subtle way. I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, did, you, did you know what I'm catching on? Did you feel that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that the whole show 
was playing with the idea of like making sure that we are as off balance as he is. So like they do that whole chase sequence where he's in driving and flipping and whatever. And then at the end of it, he wakes up tied to his bed again and he is put to ease like, oh, it was all a dream. But then, no, it wasn't. So like, I like that we as the audience are going to be equally off kilter and not know like what the hell is going on and what's, what's, what's real and what's not, you know, right. maybe that wasn't even a real demon. Maybe that was some other weird schizo manifestation. He could, like, he's going to wake up. Speak. He's going to wake up episode two next to some like innocent person, all bloody yeah. yeah, security guard, all bloodied up next to him. Like, yeah. It's going to look like he just beat some regular dude to death. Yeah. Oh, when he woke up. So, all right. So, uh, uh, when he was escaping that village in the north in in Sweet Switzerland or whatever, and, uh, yeah. and 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 all those guys grabbed him and tried to grab the scarab from him, and then he woke up just with all their bodies around him. And he's like, "Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry, I his didn't." Hands, you know, like, the blood all over his hands. Did you catch that? Yeah, I caught that. Fuck. Sick. <laughs> How about when he woke up after he clearly jumped out a window and his jaw he saw his dislocated jaw yeah. just slide back Dude, into that place. felt so real that felt yeah you felt the clicks going back in like <laughs> yeah but like they gave him powers too so he's not just crazy yeah you know, well like, what is his power exactly his power right now is just to beat the shit out of a demon like right like he's super well, strong depends. what they they the the voice in his head is Khonshu, mm -hmm. which is i guess who he's the avatar of and that Moon God gives him kind of whatever powers he needs. It's weird. It's like a, he's like a MacGuffin generator. So like whatever whatever he needs for the for the situation, the Moon God gives him. Huh. I so I know. guess if that means he how did keeps, I not know that? I really guess I never knew Moon Knight's powers somehow. <laughs> it it changes, you know, because in in the early goings he was just a guy, mm -hmm. right? In the early goings he was very Batman, just a vigilante rich instead of alfred he's got frenchy instead of the bat wing he's got the moon copter like mm -hmm. but then when they started getting into this whole other fucking thing with the gods and the whatever all of a sudden he becomes the avatar Khonshu, the moon god and Khonshu is an actual god that imbues him with powers and like keeps him alive and just kind of sometimes like jesus take the wheel you know, mm -hmm. kind of just it'd it be like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that he, makes sense. So, so like Kanji is almost like another personality where sometimes he's like, just let me take over. Well, you know, kind of like what Mark was doing to Steven at the end of the episode, where he's like, I can get us out of this, bro. Just let me take over. Kanju's voice is so fucking powerful. Like it's the echoing yeah. of God. It's like the the boom of God. Like it's yeah. done so well. Yeah, and I like that. You know. Venom is kind of a mediocre movie, yeah. but it did kind of lay the groundwork for that because we got used to Tom Hardy talking to the inner monologue of Venom. Mm -hmm. So now I feel like this was done better, but kind of built off the, the groundwork that that laid for us. Yeah, for sure. I didn't think of that comparison up front, but now that you mention it, it's, it's pretty clear. Yeah. You know, um, whereas, like, whereas with Venom, they were being like, you know, quarreling lovers with this. It was just like, you know, the voice of God being like, do this, don't do that, fucking stop. Mm -hmm. And then I okay. like that Mark 
and Khonshu were having conversations in the inner sanctum of his mind, calling him the idiot. Yeah, being like, the, the idiot's the, back. The, the idiot's in tro- control again. Damn it. Like, that was that was kind of one of those moments that was like the, the humor, but different. But, like, yeah. I was chuckling at that. Another one of the humorous moments, like you just mentioned, Avatar, as they're talking to the museum, he's like, oh, the blue people, the blue people. And he's like, and he's... And then Ethan Hawke says something like, no, he calls him dumb or whatever the fuck. And he's like, oh, the anime. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, and it was done. It, you almost think it could be like, again, cheesy. It could have come off as cheesy. It could have been like, like, oh, they're trying to play the whole like breaking of the fourth wall. We've seen it. It's over. It either could have been felt overdone or it could have felt cheesy. And for some reason, it felt fucking perfect. Like, like it, it played yeah. off uh, exactly as, as it was supposed to. Yeah. Well, I like that the whole thing was a little bit creepy and menacing. The whole mm. vibe of the show is kind of menacing. Even that for first sure. glance, even the first glance of the villain, we're introduced to him. He breaks a glass and puts him on the walking away. You broke up for all that. Say it again. I was saying that, like, the whole show was foreboding and everything was ominous, even the intro to the villain. Like, as far as yeah. villain introductions, let me smash a glass, sprinkle all the shards in a pair of shoes, put mm-hmm. them on my feet and walk away so that we know that he's just walking around with broken glass under his feet. Like, that's a hell of a way to, like, set up how hard someone. a person is. You know? Yeah, for and sure. Then, and then when we see him again and he's walking through the village and everybody's kind of like doing the, the whatever the sound design had the slight clinking of broken glass with his every <laughs> step just to remind you like that's still there still there he hasn't taken walking it out through the streets just on broken glass like you know he's a nut job it, and you keep calling him the villain i don't know what story I, you're watching for all intents and purposes, right now he's the villain. Just in the in the hero villain dichotomy, if Spectre is the hero and Hawk is the nemesis, then he has to be the villain for now. Yeah. You know, they certainly painted him with that brush, albeit in very broad strokes. Yeah, it's true. So I mean, it'd be interesting if he became the hero. I think it'd be interesting if we saw that like there were multiple Egyptian gods with multiple people that they were controlling all just kind of playing out their own machinations throughout the world. And we get to kind of like tour around and interact with all of them. That would be rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be real like, sick. And like Egyptian mythology is one that has not really been tapped into before. Like, we yeah, we have Thor and Hercules and yeah, all these all like, uh, Greek and and... All the, yeah, the Norse, the Greeks, all that stuff's mm-hmm. been kind of done into the ground, but the Egyptians have a, like a pretty rich mythology with a lot of different gods and and i they don't ever get played with that movie the fucking gate or stargate the mm. movie stargate kind of fucked around with it a little bit but that was like a one out and they never really built on it that's a terrific fucking thought that's cool that they could uh play around with other gods and, and turn this into its own fucking extended little universe of of, of uh moon knight related characters yeah and then if they do tie it back into the MCU at large, I want to see Moon Knight interact with Thor and see if, like, mm-hmm. the Norse god knows about the Egyptian gods and, like, if they fucking 
you know, if it's one of those things where, like, he can see through the visage and see the god within, or if, like, Khonshu's, like, fucking Thor, you know, like, I want to see it, mm-hmm. like, because that's something that's never, ever been done, where, like, the the opposing mythologies meet and have an awareness of each other and interact. And so, and uh, in the most current run of Hulk, or not the most current, the, the second most current, it's called Immortal Hulk, it just ended, uh-huh. it was by Al Ewing. Uh, okay. it, the, the very first few issues built out the whole idea of the different uh, mythologies within the Marvel Universe and started pitting them together in different ways. And it was real interesting. Uh, it was just a, a real interesting. I read it. I read it years ago. I'm, I'm like it's very vague to me now. But uh, I think I think you'd like it if like you're into if you're into that. Cool. Yeah. Breaking up again. That's where it's heading. Then yeah. Sorry. I'm, you know, yeah, I'm on the road. How far? How far are you? Uh, how far off are you from uh, where you're gonna be? About twenty minutes. Nice, about dude. 20, 20 minutes. Just about there. So yeah. this is the first show I've been excited for to dive. Like I'm fucking so excited for the next episode. Like, uh, oh, and that's a cool thing. Uh, and I, I also really like the Disney Plus format where they don't just give you the whole show all at once. Mm-hmm. They make you. They make you wait for it because a I have something to wait for and look forward to now. And B, I'd have been done with it already. I'd have stayed up all night. Yeah. I was yeah, I like, probably, the I, there's no way I would, I would have been like, what the fuck next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The hook would have been, the hook. Oh, hello.